2: We'll try this again. You could do it. Do you think that she could repeat the question. If I listen more attentively. There must
0: have been something in our And we'll see if uh, Steve got so what I'll put it on the sounder.
1: <laughs>
0: He's been letting me. He's been I get along well with Steve, but I don't agree with him on anything, but I have Mark, like him. Have Mark ask him? One, well, you know, what, I don't understand the school of thought that like if you're on my show, you agree with everything I say. If I'm friends with Mark, I agree with everything he says. If I hang out with Lisa, she agrees with everything I say. Like, who? What morons think like that? Well, Lisa and I agree with it. No, I don't agree with that. All right, that can you bring me up a little bit? Hey, how you guys doing? Which uh, well, a, a little on uh, <laughs> a little pre pre show production. Agree Nobody agrees with anything that I say. I actually exactly. kind of like it better That's that way. Right, yeah. Hi, how you guys doing? My name is Tom Duggan here at the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, Top Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio Twenty. 20- Twenty-one podcast cafe, and I understand from the big guy, the big boss, uh, Dave Graffalo here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, that they're going to be open now on Monday. Is Monday the day that they're going to open? This is great. So all the guys that, all the people that have been saying to me, we got to get a poker game together, but we have to find a place. We tried to do it at Sal's one night, but then that day the cops showed up and shut them down which is like really disappointing, um, because Mike Agricola was going to let us play at Sal's while they were closed, and I didn't want to put his business in jeopardy, so we've been having our secret poker games in my office since then, but what we need is we need a bigger place, because a lot of people want to play, so once Two Guys Smoke Shop is open on Monday, I have a feeling that by Tuesday, we're going to have about 18 people up here playing poker. We'll even give the house a little bit of money if he wants to let want us to do that. That's okay. And the money's going to go. When, whenever we have our poker games, our, our money goes to the scholarship kids at the bash. We haven't had the bash. Boy, if this thing had hit two weeks later, if this coronavirus hysteria had hit two weeks later, we would have had a bash. All these kids would have had their scholarship money ready for school. I would have had enough operating money to go through this entire coronavirus stuff. But because it happened a week be- uh, literally a week before the bash, um, you know, we're, we're struggling. We're trying to keep the Valley Patriot going. We need advertising dollars desperately to keep going. Rumbo did not print a newspaper this, this week or last week or the week before. Rumbo. Uh, Rumbo. And, um, Loop Weekly out of business. Most newspapers are failing. The Eagle Tribune is now publishing five days a week instead of seven. The newspaper industry is being hit very hard by this. And if you guys want to see the Valley Patriot continue, What we need is businesses to support us. We need advertising or or there is no Valley Patriot. Let me tell you just right up front. My doctor told me six years ago, I qualified for full disability. He said, Tom, what are you doing? All this newspaper stuff. You're working 18 hour days. It's screwing up your body. What are you doing? Why don't you just go on disability? Turn the paper over to someone else Let somebody else run the paper i got to be honest with you If things don't turn around If by June 1st we don't have an uptick Of about eight to $10,000 in, in advertising That's exactly what I'm going to end up doing I'm going to end up going on disability And I'm going to just tank the paper Because there's just no advertising revenue now, if you guys want to stop that, if you guys want the Valley Patriot to continue, please instant message me on Facebook. Please email me. Uh, call me on the phone. If you have a small business, you're a pizza shop, you're a restaurant, you want to let people know what your curbside pickup is or when you're going to be reopening, uh, what your new specials are, please let us know. Um, everybody who buys an ad, we give free content to in the paper. And Lisa can tell you that. Yeah. Lisa from AFC uh, Urgent Care, uh, she buys advertising with us. And anytime they do anything, we write stories about it. If, they're, if her workers uh, uh prior to this corona thing uh, got together, I think they did like a cancer walk or a walk for all time. They've so been fabulous. Right? We went down, we took pictures <laughs> of them, and we worked that's them right. into the story. We gave them free content within the paper because we're a small business. And for us to survive, small businesses need to survive. And just buying an ad in a newspaper isn't I don't ha-
2: agree with you. But, but, you, have have you.
0: <laughs> but you don't have to. But you don't have to. That's the funny thing. You know, you, you, you put on CNN and everybody agrees t- Donald Trump sucks. Yeah. And you put on Fox and everybody agrees Donald Trump's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. And there's almost nobody. There's no. There's no environment in this country it's anymore. Like
2: watching TV with my <laughs> husband,
0: right? But there's no environment. there's no environment anymore in this country where people can disagree on issues and still be friends. That's right. And so, one. Uh, you know, I I try to I try very very hard with my newspaper and with this show to get people on and make and talk make sure we talk about the things we don't agree with, but just do it in a respectful way and kind of show right. people at home that you listen. I don't agree with my mother on everything. I don't agree with my girlfriends on anything, on everything. I only said girlfriends.
2: Friends. Friends. I did, Friends, yes. friends, friends. Yes. Friends. Uh, friends. Yeah. Oh, well, they could be watching.
0: Well, I'm sure they are. They all watch. They're all watching. They're probably all making comments too. Himself. I don't know. Well, what is the law that says you only have to have one one girlfriend? Is there a law that says that? I don't know. It's
2: offensive.
0: It's offensive. <laughs> I don't know. For all of you who only have one girlfriend, it's offensive that I have more than one. Okay, I get it. That's yeah. fine. Uh, we have super celebrity with us today. We have super celebrity. Um, That's you. <laughs> Neil Perry. I, I want to congratulate you, sir. I said this is your one thousandth appearance on <laughs> on uh, on a, a, a podcast. I understand you've, you've been, only been in office 100 days, yeah. but this is now your 1,000th podcast uh, on, yeah. on the internet. So yeah. I know you're on uh, eight days a week eight on, on a week. Uh, MCTV and all these other shows, yeah. and I, I do try to watch them. Yeah. I got to be honest, it's kind of hard yeah. sometimes yeah. because you're on so much, yeah. and it's hard to have that much time to, yeah. to tune in. But what I also understand is that there are a lot of people, especially elderly people who knew nothing about Facebook. Who know nothing about the internet that during this coronavirus had to learn and went on Facebook and went online and started learning this stuff. And we're now following you yep. who, who never followed me, never followed the Valley Patriotism, don't follow the Eagle Tribune, but they're now starting to follow you. So that's, that's uh, a feather in your cap that you're getting people to pay more, a little bit more attention yep. to what's going on.
1: Yeah. And I, well, I, I would tell you, um, you know, it's a little bit different than being in the position you're in. Right. And so, um, all we're trying to do with those shows is keep the residents up to date with what we're doing from a city perspective related to the COVID virus, right? Mm-hmm. So we, uh, you know, I say this frequently. The biggest concern I had when I got elected was, you know, how am I going to handle the first big snowstorm? Will I, right. I completely screw up? And, uh, you know, there's no playbook for this. Uh, COVID crisis and you know I I love what you guys said to open the show and I think uh, it's so important so I have my detractors out there and people who are taking pot shots at me as well as the people I I think you know my favorability rating in the city is pretty high right now I would say I I bet it is um but I would say this to you um you know uh disagreement's okay if it's respectful right it's when it crosses the line that it's not respectful that I turn off to it. And I think, you know, you and I are are, a perfect example. So we're friends. And I say this publicly, right? Right. For those people that would like to drive a wedge between us.
0: um, And trying very hard to do so. Yeah. uh,
1: but uh, So you and I don't agree on on every little thing politically and otherwise. And and, uh, to me, you know, we've become, forget Methuen, forget Lawrence, forget, you know, Merrimack Valley. This has become a nation where if you disagree with me, you're wrong. Right? I'm a bad person. You're a bad person, right? right. It's even worse than wrong, right? right. So, and, and we've got to get by that, right? There's got to be some kind of uh, thoughtful debate about why decisions are made and what went into making the decisions, and then you disagree. That's fine, right? In the end, I sit here and say to you. Um, I'm 62 years old. I say this for the public. I'll be 63 in December. I'm not running on any platform to be a state senator or a state rep. I've had a 40-year career as an executive. Right. I'm not about remaking a career. I'm trying to fix my city, period, right. so that my kids want to stay in my city. I love my city. And and in the COVID crisis, you know, we've seen lots of examples where the city has shined brightly, where the people have really done wonderful things, right? Uh, but we're just like every other community. And I take a perfect example, right? Uh, the, the governor made a decision on uh, golf courses today. Right. That's going to be an emotional decision for some people. Some people are going to say, well, how can you open golf courses and not open, you know, churches or this? And, and that is a good, healthy dialogue that should be had, right? right? Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't mean if we disagree on 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 what that is. That We should you know get into a fist fight, and you 're a jerk right the yeah,
0: right. problem the problem and it starts at the national level it starts with the Democrats versus republican thing yep. the problem at the national level is. You can't disagree with Trump and say I think Trump Is wrong it's Trump is evil yeah. You can't disagree with Hillary Clinton on health care. it's Hillary Clinton's a traitor To the country and she hates everybody that's here yep. And there's, uh, so there's, there's no Room for middle ground there there's no room right. for people to actually Just get along and agree to disagree yeah. Because they're saying I mean I, I See it all the time I, I know that there's somebody who Works for you yep. who hates Donald Trump yep. During the day even yep. when he's supposed to be Working is posting things online about how much he hates Donald Trump not during the day And, and, Never. and uh, yeah, I don't know not the and I don't know. Yeah. And and, and but, but it doesn't matter cuz you could yep. be on lunch. So I'm yep. not, I'm not trying to get in yep. trouble. I'm just saying the bottom line is I'm not a bad person because I disagree with Sharon Pollard yeah. on Donald Trump. Agree. And by the way, she's not a bad person for supporting Hillary and and, and hating Donald Trump. Right. I just disagree with her on those issues, and that doesn't mean we can't be civil to each other or even be friendly right. Now, I'm no I'm no huge fan of 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 her politics at all. Yep. But we can sit in a room together and we can have coffee. We can talk about things. If she called me tomorrow and said, look, we've got a mutual friend that needs some help. Can we sit down and have a coffee? Can I come by your office? Can we talk about how we can help this guy? I'm not going to say, no, you hate Donald Trump. Is it me? Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it, it's this team sports. It's kind of like the Yankees are always wrong, and even right. if Poppy misses second base when he when he, yeah. when he rounds the base, yeah. if they call him out, everybody in Fenway's going, "Oh, come on! You, you can't be a homer." Yeah, right, I agree with right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yep. what we need more in this country is for people who disagree yep. to sit down and publicly disagree and be civil about it, and still be friends afterwards. Yep. And I think we, are, you said something the last time you heard that we are role models. Yep. Um, I, I, I got a lot of hate mail from that. <laughs> but in this, in this, well, we pa- t- on this particular topic, we are role yeah. models because I disagree with maybe thirty-five to forty percent of the things that you do. Yep. And I call you up and say, "Listen, I just want to let you know from my perspective, I think this is totally wrong. I don't think you should be going down this road." Uh, quite frankly, one of them is I don't think a mayor should be driving with a ticket book, running into <laughs> running into ball fields, giving people tickets. But, Who would do that? But. But, but that doesn't mean that I think you're a bad person I'm never going to yeah. speak to you again yeah. either yeah. So these people that email me and say How can you have Neil Perry on your show He's evil, he's this, he's that And the same people are calling you by the way going, How can you be hanging out with Duggan yeah. He's evil, he said a mean thing about teachers one day yeah. Oh he badmouthed teachers Well, yeah. I have a friend who believes We never went to the moon yeah. He's one of these conspiracy nuts who thinks it was done in a, in a movie studio That we yeah. never actually went to the moon I'm not going to not be his friend because I disagree with him on that. You that's, just think he's just, crazy. I just think he's, on that on that <laughs> one issue, I think he's a little nuts. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to hang out with him. It doesn't mean I'm not going to I'm not going to support his business yeah. because we're friends and, yeah. and, and friendships should should always transcend that.
1: Well, and I say, you know, you you actually expand your your you know your knowledge by not being clickish and if, if you just only hang with people who think the same way you are then you're becoming part of groupthink right right well, you become part if of the problem you expand your network you you hear different viewpoints right and sure. so uh to me that's that's an important part you know i i don't agree with everything that some of the council members have done here um you know in my working with them but that doesn't mean I, i'm not you know i'm not identifying them as bad people right i, I disagree with some of the stuff they
0: right. do and it it's just simply business like I happen that. to think two of them are bad people But it's not because, <laughs> it's not because, I, it's not it. because I disagree with them publicly <laughs> But no, but it's not because I disagree with them publicly It's because of other stuff yeah. You know, I mean I, I, but I, Again, let's go back to And if you ask Jessica Finnecaro, she'll tell you If you ask Steve Saba, yeah. and he's honest, he will tell you When he first got elected and Jessica first got elected and they were at odds at every meeting and Tim Wood was writing all those nasty stories about Jessica, I'm the one that called Steve Saber and said, hey, listen, I like you. I endorsed you. I like Jessica. You guys are at odds publicly. It's not good for anybody. Can we all sit down, the three of us, have a coffee, just work everything out so that you're not fighting publicly? Steve Saber's is the one who said yes. Jessica is the one that said no. Yeah. So when you have people that aren't willing to put things aside, when you have people that aren't willing to work with people that have wronged them in some way or disagree with them in some way, then you get nothing done. Yep. Then you get nothing done. Yep. So, all right. So before we uh, get into all the the heavy political stuff, which we are going to do. No. We have like four seconds left in the show. Um, <laughs> Lisa Williams from AFC Urgent Care my One of my favorite right people in the world Hi. One of and my it, favorite people, see we agree on that And it's not because she's so incredibly beautiful uh, oh, Although that is part of it. Jeez, but it But it's also because During this corona thing AFC Urgent Care has been giving free tests And they've been eating the uh, the deductible So uh, That's a and, 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 and when I asked her about it She said please don't bring that up on, on, on online uh, When we do the show Because she's so humble And
2: wait a minute The tests are, you know, they As of April 1st, the government um, said that they're covered. They're going to reimburse?
0: Yeah. Okay. But before you knew that, you were still willing to do it. And I think that's incredible for you and your husband, Tom. uh, Tom Savinelli Williams, DeLacy, right? Oh, God. I hope he's not (laughs) watching this. So there's going to be some testing. The new thing that we've heard now is antibody Antibody. testing. It's the new craze. It's like the new hula hoop. It's like the new Rubik's Cube. It's what everybody's talking about. Um, I'm aging myself. Um, Is AFC going to be offering antibody testing yes. and uh, and how is that going to work
2: So the best way I think people should do it is actually call that 787817 7-8, was it 7814308161 and speak to a healthcare provider cuz they will Describe it in detail. I mean, people have a hard time understanding a copay, right? Um, and they will go through everything with them.
0: Okay, great. I think
2: that would be the best thing. Now, is this going
0: to be one of those things where they have to drive up to one of the pods and they have to? The
2: pods are cute,
0: they're cute. I agree, yeah. But do you know what's even cuter? The girls that work for you are amazingly, (laughs) amazingly cute. They're just so adorable. I'm getting the sweats, but not quite. But by the way, not quite as adorable as what's her name? Uh, Karina uh, Canton. From Holy Family Hospital She's yeah. on the front page I saw this picture on Facebook And I said This girl is so friggin' adorable She reminds me of my daughter She's so adorable We have to put this On the front page of the paper She's pretty cute She is adorable From uh, Holy Family We love Holy Family Are you working with Holy Family On this yes, stuff? Yes
2: um, So we are An affiliate of Holy Family okay. Hospital And I don't know if you knew this But um, our center in Methuen Actually was owned by Holy Family
0: Oh no kidding Yes so would you be willing to come on the show with someone from Holy Family at a future date, maybe next week, the week after, sure. we love and, and talk Family. about like, you know what it's been? I mean, every time you come on, we talk about the services that you're offering and the testing and the yeah. procedures and what people can do. But I really want you guys to come on and talk about how this has affected you guys, too, and your business and your employees. And I, I think that would be a pretty interesting show and talk about some of the heroes. You guys are heroes. The people that work for you are heroes. Oh, yeah. The nurses, I mean. the nurses at Holy Family are heroes. Absolutely. The, the, the nurses and, the, and the, the x-ray techs and the nurses' aides and all the people on the front lines at, uh, at the various hospitals, they really are. One of the things that's great about this coronavirus thing, if you can look for a silver lining, before this, we thought heroes were sports figures and people in Hollywood. And politicians And now we realize that they're not Now we realize it's the police officers, the nurses, the firefighters, the doctors The people that are on the front line when something like this happens Because I don't see Jose Canseco out there giving people free testing You know what I'm saying? I don't see, I don't see Nancy Canseco? Pelosi I don't know, is Where he still playing, is he playing baseball? No. I, don't, I don't know anything about sports so. No I made a lot of money on his rookie card. That's all the only reason why I know Jose they can say. Um, but, we don't, but we don't see these celebrities being heroes anymore, at least not right now. And maybe we'll go back to that when everything goes back to normal and we'll forget. But I hope we don't. Because I think after all this is know. over, we should all remain in, our, in the forefront of our mind that the true heroes in our society are not the, not the idiots in Hollywood that are preaching morality while they're running around doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It's the people that are out there making our lives better and putting their health and the future health and the future happiness of their family at risk by being on the front line and dealing with this this yeah, COVID nineteen, and that thing. includes
1: people working at supermarkets, and absolutely, other things, right? So that you know, there's a lot of people contributing to keeping the.
0: The ball rolling, yep. if you will, right? So. Now, I, I understand you've been driving around with people. You've been driving around doing these caravan parades. Eh. And I'm oh, of, those
2: are so nice. I and, see those. And I
0: think it's cute, yeah. but i got to be honest because, because I'm a self serving person. I'm a self serving SOP. It's cute. I'm, I, I'm considered a frontline worker. I'm considered yeah. a essential worker because I'm the media. No, nobody paraded in front of my office. You're and, an essential I said, Yay, Tommy, thanks for coming to work today. <laughs> no one did that. Well, you're, you live in, you're in North Andover That's true. I am Imagine the hoopla. Yeah. If I took Methuen
1: City vehicles <laughs> and drove to North Andover, Sable so right? would be sticking a pin in his Neil Perry doll every, every needy. So we, we, you know, we joke about that. Uh, uh, we drove, to, we did it for the healthcare. We did it for one young man uh, who has um, stage four cancer. Oh. It's uplifting. I, I got to be honest with you. When we did the healthcare heroes, um, you know, we went by um, Nevins. We went by Methuen Village. Uh, we did of View, nice. uh, um, and the the they people came out of to View. And yeah. th- th- those guys, those guys are th- to your point. They're heroes. Yeah. So they came out, and I was overwhelmed emotionally wow. with the the response of them. Here we are. You going have by those, huh? I do. Yeah. You have emotions? It, despite that, I do have. I am not the world's only living heart, Nona. Mm. Uh, I do have one. And I do care about it. And I think about the people who have uh, relatives that they can't go visit. And, right. You know, I sit back. I lost my mother, as you know, know. Uh, right before the coronavirus thing started. And I think often about it and say, you know, I, I miss her. I wish she was still
0: here. Listen, she would be so proud of you. But I, I talked you. I talked to her for a long time on election yeah. night. Yep. And, you know, she she pulled me aside yeah. to tell me how much she loves my show yep. and she reads my paper and all yep. that. But she spent most of her time talking about how proud she was of you. And she said, and I didn't get to see him a lot during the campaign, but you know what? He's doing such good work, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I know he's doing what he what he what he what he thinks is good for the community. Yeah. So I know you feel yeah. I know you feel as though you should have been there more for her because of the campaign you me? couldn't have been. Yeah. But let me tell you something. If I died tomorrow, I wouldn't yeah. want my daughter to feel that way if she was out there trying to do something yeah. for the for her community well, and she wasn't able to yeah. be there for me. So I think your mother would want you yeah. to continue doing what you're doing and not for feel sure. as though. That you should have been there more for her because she was by your side, whether she it was, was in your head or she was she standing was. there. Yeah, she was there.
1: Yeah, she was a fighter. Uh, and I would tell you that you know, um, I use it as an example that I, I imagine you know if she had lived uh, into the coronavirus crisis, she, she was at Nevins, and I say this publicly the, the, to Brian and the team at Nevins, they did a a fantastic job. Right. Right. Um, I, I imagine. I, I know the pain that people are going through not being able to go see their loved ones, right. right? Whether it's Nevins, but the village, yeah, cause, or,
0: cause it's so close to you. I mean, it happened
1: right there. It was right there. Well, if you remember the, my mother's wake and funeral was the week before we shut down. Right. Right. And so, uh, it's still a tender wound. I'll be honest with you. But, um, you know, um, in some respects, it's fortunate that it happened then instead of extending into the crisis, because I can't think of not being able to go see right. her, and and so you know my heart goes out to all these families that have loved ones in hospitals or or nursing homes or whatever that yeah. they can't go see them, and that's that's a tough deal, yeah. right? So.
0: Lisa, we want to talk politics, so is there anything you want to do. talk about uh, as far as uh, AFC? I'm to wish Trotterman. both of you luck. With Thank you. <laughs> you meant me. You're free you to meant stay. Me. If you have somewhere to go, you can go, but if you want to no. stay, you're free to stay with us. You meant you wish you could I'm going to go see and my pod. You are? Okay, yeah, gonna go all right.
2: I'm going to take pictures of my pod. And do you st-
0: is uh, is that girl still working for you that I used to, oh uh, used my to be with? Oh, God. I no, don't know. I no, no, no. The- why do you guys automatically assume what I'm what I'm about to say is gonna be something bad? Sure. The girl that works for you that I used to be her, her teacher at the Thompson.
2: <gasps> oh Sarah.
0: Sarah, is Sarah still working for you?
2: Um Sarah has actually moved on. She oh, works for Tufts. Okay. Um but you know I've known Sarah since she was ten Great years kid. old. And uh,
0: kid, kid, well, yeah, she's a kid. She's in her twenties. Yeah, we don't she's use awesome. that But I still talk to her a lot. Kid, is that offensive too? I should well, keep a, a list kid, of all the things I'm not allowed to a say. A kid's a goat.
2: Yeah. I mean, let's <laughs> oh, come
0: awesome. on now.
2: <laughs> but thank
0: you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm watching these meetings, Mayor, and yeah. I'm, um you know, I'm, I'm good to see you. Good to see you oh, too. Uh, thank you so much for coming, Lisa. Yeah, you're the best. And thank you for you.
1: everything you do for the people in the city of Methuen. Yes, we and AFC
0: Urgent Care and your husband Tom Savinelli Williams to Lisa. <laughs> you you watch <laughs> so, so, tell him to be mad at me, not you. Yep. You watch. I them. don't mind playing bad cop at all. So, eat it. The pod. All right. I'll come down. I'll come down and see you guys at the pod. Um, so, Mayor, with let's yeah. with, with put all this Corona stuff aside. Yeah, please. Um, because that's all people here twenty four seven. People want to know now what's really going on. Yep. Uh, city Council Steve Sable, like him, don't like him. Agree with him, don't agree with him. Made a comment two, at two meetings ago, and I wanted to talk about it uh, at, at the ago? beginning. Yep. So, t- I think it was two meetings ago when he said uh, we shouldn't have anything on our agenda at the city council except Corona during this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't. Be, uh, and of course, he said that after spending twenty minutes talking about the police department, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd. But um, but it was interesting that he said it. And it's interesting that some people are even thinking it. Yeah. And so I wanted to give you an opportunity to yeah. to address that. So, do, do, do you yeah. think that's right? I'm sure that there are no. some people who actually agree with that. So, so respectfully, I disagree.
1: So I, I would turn to the citizens of Methuen and say, I'm not going to BS you guys. Uh, I'm spending the predominance of my day is COVID-19 related, right? right? And if you watched my show yesterday, sorry, um, you heard me have some of the nursing homes on, and they publicly thanked my administration, not me personally, for bailing them out with PPE. Okay. you know, when they got to the lowest point, uh, I reached out to Tim Sheehy, who's a wonderful fire chief. Does he return
0: your calls? Absolutely. Because he
1: not return my calls anymore? Uh, he's probably nervous. You know, you got you got a rep. So I know. when he sees this, he'll. But return. he's been
0: a friend for 15 years. He knows I'm not going to ambush him.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess you know. To me, uh, one of the things that I'm most proud of, Tom, is we have kept moving the city forward. Now, is it at the same pace that it would have been if we didn't have COVID? No, of course no, not. I'm not going to BS anybody, right? So. Um, So I don't, and I say this, I respectfully disagree with Councillor Sabre on that, and he's entitled to his opinion. Um, There's a lot of things in the city of Methuen that have to move forward, Mm -hmm. right? And so one of the things, I'm going to keep coming back to the theme that uh, agree with me or disagree with me, right? Every decision I'm making, I'm making in the best interest of the city of Methuen. I'm not making political decisions based upon who supported me or who didn't support me or anything like that, right? Right. I'm the mayor for everybody.
0: Well, see, your detractors say that about you because people always accuse you of what they themselves are doing. And so they're making votes at the city council level, yes or no, based on politics. And so they're projecting onto you that you're making your decisions based on politics. When nothing could be further from the truth, except for maybe your first hire. But after that, yeah. I, I haven't seen any, anything really yeah. very big or political. Well, and so, so I'll, I'll be honest
1: with you. My first hires weren't uh, political in nature. They were about how, who I felt I could work with to do the best job. Right. People are, are, are entitled to disagree. There are still people bringing it up on Facebook today. Oh, I know. But I'd say, so what have those people done between January and May that right. you're pointing at? I'm not interested in reliving the past. I've got people talking to me, uh, about, you know, things that were done by mayor Zani, things that were done, by. I can't undo things that were done by previous men. All I can do is move forward. Right. Right. And so I'm focused on doing that. Um, I, I, but I would tell you, uh, you know, it's a learning experience for me. It's, I think it's a learning experience for the council, um I don't think that we've and I'm saying this publicly and I'm not saying anything I met with the council chair I meet with the council chair once a week I meet with the council <laughs> vice chair once a week It's actually I I I hope he's watching um I met with him earlier today uh the I think he would agree the meeting has evolved Right In the beginning it was tough slogic uh two you know pretty obstinate irishmen going at it Right um uh, but I would tell you, I think at, at the root, I think we both want to do the best thing for the city of Madun. How we go about it may be entirely different, right. right? And so that's where we tend to get into kind of disagreement. Um, you know, today's discussion, you know, with the chair, he found the discussion that we had with uh, some IT management professionals the other night extremely informative. And so to me, that's a good thing, right? right? Um, you know, the discussion is open and honest, and I tell him what I'm thinking, and I tell him, you know, what I'm going to bring to the next... Council session and, and I'm quickly realizing I, th- I think I have to do more of that with all of the councils and, mm-hmm. and pre now having said that some of the councils don't respond to me at all. Right. Uh, and I've reached out to them. And so they're definitely setting a tone. And uh, I, I say to the citizens of Methuen, I'm going to try to do the best I can. Right? right. So the relationship with the whole council is developing. Uh, there are certain counselors, and there's certain things that are happening, uh, and, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to dodge it. I, I'll, I'll point out Council Finnick Yarrow,
0: Okay, right? but do it slowly because I'm going to enjoy this really, really All a lot. Right,
1: so l- let me give you an example. So two meetings ago, uh, or three meetings ago, she took a poke at me, saying, "You know, Mayor, you're, when we look at the vendor payments, you're paying more than the previous two mayors." Um, now that is, to me, that's a shot. It was never communicated. She could have called me up and said anything to me before the meeting, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a gotcha delivered in the meeting. Right. And when you look at the peel back the facts, uh, you know, I, I, I'm happy to show you this. This is a memo I wrote to in response to it that said, when you peel the onion back, if you take out the money spent on five corners, which was approved before me, I've spent far less than any of me before me Right. Right. in vendor payments. Now, the words were chosen carefully, um, and I don't want to excite the residents of Bethune. I'm not anti-Council Finnecaro. But transpa- you endorsed her. I, I did. But transparency means telling the truth. See where too. that gets you, right? Transparency yep. means telling the truth, and telling the truth is not bending the facts so that you can use them to make a a play, right? And so uh, the counselor uh, you know, said, "May, you've spent more in vendor payments than the previous two mayors. The facts don't bear that out." Um, yet when I sent the memo to her, not a response from her. And no, go back in front of the council saying, um, you know, uh, I was wrong to say Mm -hmm. that in the previous meeting. And to me, that kind of crosses a line, right? Because, uh, you know, people say, well, why are you still going to the Tom Duggan show, right? And I told you what? I gave my word. Right. And I keep my word on everything. And people don't like it sometimes, but it is what it is. But I bet if you didn't give your word, you'd still be coming because it's a vehicle to get the word out. I would. And so I use that as an example. Uh, we had a, a recent one where we had a dialogue over, um, uh, you know, how the council back up information. And it's in sound off today in the Tribune.
0: Oh, by the way, that was, I don't read the Tribune, yeah. but I watched that and, yeah. that, and that was that was a great discussion. Yeah, because even though in theory Jessica was right, yeah, in practice she she's wrong. Well, so let me tell you. So, just so
1: the public knows, so the back story is uh, the previous council meeting, Council Finkearo came after me because they the things weren't on the website. I mean, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. The council has the responsibility to get the documents to somebody who works for the city who puts it on the website. Right. That didn't happen. That counselor knew that before the meeting and still attacked me for it. Right.
0: And then got a response from why, me that said that. Why the hostile? I don't I, I get why Sabre and McCarty, because they didn't support you in the election. Yeah. Uh, but wh- where, where was the break with Jessica, it almost seems like from the minute she got elected, yeah. she was very hostile towards yeah. you. I don't know. Did you guys have a fight? Did you no. did you step on her puppy? No. Did something bad happen that no, we don't know? No. about? The
1: only thing was so the one thing I, that happened uh, that I will say, another council came to me and said, um, you know, Council Caro is saying that you know the Perry camp camp um, won't. Support her for being chair because she won't rubber oh, stamp. Oh, right, it goes back. I don't to know the if chair. you remember that, yes. right? Now I don't know if it's related to that because I say other than that, I had no conversations with councillor.
0: You're right. It goes, it goes back to council chairman. But she got but, one vote. Right? But I use
1: this. Yeah, she got I one use, vote. I use this as a point, um, saying when I talked to Council Carroll, I, I solicited no councillor about being chair or getting my support to be chair. Right, and that's the truth, and right. they all know that. Um, and, and honestly. Whoever became chair, became chair. Right. I, I, that's my approach. Now, did other people
0: disagree with that? Absolutely. I disagreed with that. Yeah. I, I, want, I wanted Eunice Ziegler Correct. because of everybody, Jessica was seemed very hostile toward you for some reason yep. right after the election, yep. and she was very controversial. Yep. Steve Saber and Jim McCarty are very controversial, and Eunice is not controversial. Yep. So I was calling people saying, listen, if we want to have a council that's going to move forward and mm-hmm. put aside all the stuff from the last two years... Why don't we get a new person in there that kind of gets along with everybody, like, like, like Eunice? But as soon as the Sabres and the McCartys, and especially Jessica, found out that I was making phone calls for Eunice, suddenly Eunice was evil. Yeah. And... If you uh, watch those meetings, the way they treat her now, I feel bad, and I feel I feel responsible for it yeah. because they're treating her bad because I wanted her to be council president, and that well, that, that was that was I mean yeah I want to go back. If you're making your decisions based on what Tom Duggan wants, then shame on you. Yeah,
1: I want to go back and say the only conversation I had related to it is uh, when Councilor Finkiar was decorating her tree at the Festival of Trees. I called her aside and I said, "Hey, listen, I just want to be crystal clear. People are saying that you're saying this, and I, I want to tell you my expectations. If you become council chair or any counselor, my expectation is not that you rubber stamp things I bring to you. Right. I, I'm not wired that way. And you just so, wouldn't
0: have rubber stamped anything. Right. So if you,
1: if I bring you something that you think is crap, vote against it. Right. If I bring you something that you think is good, support it, right? right? right. And, and in my mind, the opposite is playing itself out here, right? right. So it is what it is.
0: There's definite... Uh, an issue there. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, she's, I, think she, I think she's just so hurt. Listen, I supported Jessica. Yeah. I might even support her again. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm, you know, the jury's out on that. Up until two weeks ago, I was saying I'm still going to support her, but now I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but that can always change, I guess. But I supported Jessica. I like Jessica. Jessica, I've always considered a friend. She helps us with our bash. Yeah. She helps us with our scholarship yep. kids at the Vogue. She's a good person. And she's still welcome to come and do that, even yep. after all this. I, well, I'm more than you, happy to have a, her there. Use our earlier discussion. It doesn't make her a bad person. No. Right? So. So I just, just, some, I just disagree with, yeah. suddenly she's, I mean, think about this, Saber and McCarty are at war with me every day, right? Yeah. Every day they're bad-mouthing me, bad-mouthing my paper, I'm an evil person, I'm terrible You know how that started? It started because two years earlier, Saber and, and, and Jessica were at war, and I took Jessica's side mm-hmm. So they hate me because I took Jessica's side, and now here we are, I blink, and two years later, and she's on their side Yeah and I, that I don't get. I mean, yeah. I think. This, well, I, think this something I, is I guess what I'd say to you to is, I don't get the whole
1: side discussion, and part of it is, and so it, as I look at my performance, you know, I, I've got a lot of positive feedback from people. Uh, you know, some people say, "Oh, you're different." I, I would tell you, um, you know, maybe uh, coming in from private industry. Uh, it's a little bit easy to be open and transparent in private industry, right? right? Uh, in the public domain, uh, you know, people have agendas. Right. It's unfortunate to say that, but they do. And so I've tried to be as open, and, and I say this categorically for the people in Methuen and, and hopefully the department heads who work for me, uh, would they would back this up, I think, right. right? I am a pretty open book and easy to read, mm-hmm. right? I'm not hiding anything. And I'll go back to a decision that I made that uh, did not work well, right? And so, um, you know, I nominated Andrew Wall to be the treasurer. I had a 30-year certified treasurer collector come to me and say, this is the right candidate. Uh, I interviewed the two finalists, and I said, you know, he's the right guy. And so I made a decision to meet with the counselors in group of three, not because I was trying to make some backroom deal, as some has alleged. And I addressed this to Steve Gillis. So you have to use facts once in a while instead of rumors. The rumors are a better story. But I met with the counselors in groups of three and all i met with them to say was don't take my word for it go to the mass treasurer collector society and ask them right the process for most treasurer collectors is uh, they get certified on the job it's not like being in the superintendent of schools and i get i did that because i understood the judy scandal thing still had a pall over the city mm-hmm. and so um, you know i met with the three groups of three uh, and was accused afterwards of trying to, um, you know, back make a backroom deal. That's not what this is about.
0: You did you o- to- did you offer anybody like if you vote for this guy, no. I'll I'll take no. care of this for you? No. So that's what a backroom deal would yeah. be. And what's interesting is you do that. Every mayor, by the way, does that. Dan yeah. Rivera does it. Yeah. Fiorentini does it. Yeah. Uh, when you have a perspective. I don't know what that is. My uh, furniture's being delivered. When you, yeah. when, you, when you have a perspective like I do, because I cover 51 cities and towns, yeah. and I see what all the s- communities do, and then I look at Methuen and the people in Methuen mm. who don't pay attention to anything around them, they don't pay yep. attention to any other. They see something and they automatically assume the worst without even just bothering to Google, you know, uh, uh, for example, for example, yeah. uh, DJ Beauregard made a comment after the Arthur Hardy civil service situation. Mm-hmm. Now, the civil service said that Officer Hardy was to be put back in his job. And that the punishment was too harsh, but also said, by the way, to be fair, that what he did was incompetent, mm-hmm. and um, and and so DJ's comment was, well, this proves uh, 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 mismanagement by the police department, right? And so he gave me that quote, and I published it, and then I called you and said, do, yep. you, do you agree with that? You yeah. said no, you don't I agree don't. with that. Yeah. And so,
1: but it doesn't make. So I, I, I love you know. It doesn't make DJ Beauregard and I uh, lifelong enemies because we disagreed on the one issue. Right? right. So I read the whole decision from the arbiter. Um, you know, there were some who probably wanted me to appeal that decision. I- I'm not going to do that. I-, I am trying to uh, heal the wounds and move and forward. Right. Uh, I read, uh, if you remember, the city council sent me a letter uh, about a month and a half before the decision saying, hey, you should intercede and bring him back. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Not because I don't like Arthur Hardy. It has nothing to do with that. I wasn't involved in the discussion or the arbitration. Right. Right? It's not for me when it's already been in the arbitrator's hands. Right. So somebody made a comment, I forget who it was, and it doesn't matter. That says, how can you make, you know, a decision in front of arbitration with the superiors and then not make one on Arthur Hardy? And the difference was one was before arbitration and one was already arbitrated. So uh, you know, when the arbitration's already happened, it's time to sit back and wait for the decision. And I say respectfully to Arthur Hardy, and I think he understands this, uh, you know, it, we're, we're going to make it right here, right? right? It, so in the end— And the city should make it right. It should. There's an obligation to do that, right? So the, punish- the arbiter ruled that the punishment was excessive, but also in the write-up ruled that did not see anything that, that referenced a personal vendetta on the part of the chief to Arthur Hardy. Right. Right? So I'm talking about one instance now, not a broader— Concept, and so you know when you ask me, is it proof of mismanagement? The answer has to be no because that's what the arbiter found, right? right. And so, uh, could there be other things that shape our? Absolutely, right. We're all different people, but um, you know, you got to read. I'm a big reader. Uh, I read contracts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots, you know, reading a contract or reading a decision like that, or reading the findings. Uh, As it happened, I I read the filings in the arbitration case uh, the weekend before the arbiter made the ruling. And when I got the letter from the council, I reached out as the city solicitor would tell you and said, hey, find out from the arbiter when she's going to make the decision. And they came back and said it's going to be this month. So I said, okay, I'm not going to wait into this because it's already coming to a conclusion. Sure. Right? Um, But I read the filings that the police union, the patrolman's union put forth in the argument of the case, and I read what the city put forth. And you know, there's some grains in both of them, right. as the arbiter found that she right. agreed with, right? And in the end, that's what it is. I right? thought it was a very fair ruling. I do too. Yeah. Uh, and and so you know, um, on the other people, hand, are, though, people are alleging, you know, oh, we're going to be we're going to be paying all this money. Uh, uh, that officer was budgeted for the year, anyways. So right. that money is in the budget. It's already there, right? Okay. Uh, the cost of the city over and above will be what we pay the arbiter, which all told. Won't be untold riches, but I, I mean, you know, could we have avoided arbitration? Maybe, maybe we should have looked back at. I, I'm sitting here thinking if they had gone to ninety days, and I can't comment on it because I wasn't in office. Right. Or, if they gone to ninety days, they probably would have got it. Right. Right. Uh, it, it is what it is. But you know, a decision has been made, and I gave you a quote that says we're going to we're going to respect the decision of the arbiter who considered all of
0: the facts in the case, and we're going to move forward. Right. In the same vein. Yeah. Uh, The city council voted last week, this past week, I think, uh, to spend $87,000 for a police management audit to to audit the police department. And Mike Samad, council Mike Samad, my good friend, hero police officer in Lawrence, said the fact that we're voting to spend $87,000 is proof that the... Police department's mismanaged. And, I, ke- and I, I, I heard what Beauregard said about the Hardy thing. I'm hearing what Samad said. And it almost looks like the, if this management audit comes out and says that Joe Solomon spent too much money on, on paper clips, yeah. they're going to come out and say, see, see, mismanagement, we want to yeah. fire him. Yeah. And it seems like they've already got their mind made up before any of this stuff has even happened. Yeah,
1: well, and so there's some grain to truth to that. I think what uh, I would say to the citizens is the commitment has to be objectivity, right? So we can't have either the chief or uh, you know, members of city council trying to taint the, the we've uh, uh, we participated, uh Councilor Saber, Councillor Smart right. and myself selected the audit team and we specifically selected the audit team because they were the ones that answered the criterion we put in the RFP. I crafted the RFP, I went to the inspector general and said, Hey, do you see anything wrong with my RFP? And they were very good about working with me and said, Oh, it looks you've written this before. Well, you might want to say this instead of that, right? Because I said performance. Uh, a risk assessment audit, excuse me, no, I didn't say audit, risk assessment, Mm -hmm. and they said change it to audit, and I did, Um, but I think, you know, one of the things that we've got to talk about is, and I think Council Samad would agree with me, the audit has to be objective, right, right? it can't be flavored one way or another, facts should be given to the auditors, and the auditors should make, my expectation is that they'll come out of it And by the way, this is not just an audit about police department. This is an audit to regain trust in all the city departments for our citizens. Right. So when we're done with the uh, police department, God willing, financially, you know, we got a tough year ahead of us, Um, you know, my intent is to move on to DPW. And how do you address uh, things that you do well, things that you don't do well? And what? Are the, what's the plan to improve the performance? That's right. what this
0: is all about. And any management audit is going to say, um, when this comes out, it's going to say, like the first ten pages are going to be these are the things that we think that Methuen is either doing wrong in their police department yep. or could do better. Yep. And then the next ten to fifteen pages are going to say, and these are the things that we found that are doing, going really well. Correct. And then there'll be a summary page that, that weighs out which is which weighs yep. which outweighs the other. Yeah, but the can,
1: severity of the issues. But yep. my
0: concern yep. is though is that there are some counselors that no matter what the audit says if there's 97 pages on what they're doing right but one page on what they're doing wrong they're going to seize on that one page and say this is yeah. why we need to fire yeah, just I, all
1: i would hope not uh, so um you know the audit will
0: get direction and oversight from the mayor's office mm-hmm. um can they fire a, can the city council fire a department head without the without the mayor's approval no can't okay no that's my. That was my only worry because yeah. I, I know that there are people that have a personal yeah, I agenda.
1: I've had city councils go around and say to certain members of the department, uh, you know, the mayor can't fire you. And, and um, y- you know, to me, that's disingenuous. I'm right. not thinking about firing anybody. Uh, we've got fiscal tough sliding ahead. Lawrence has fiscal tough. Yep. Every city in the Commonwealth has. So right. this coronavirus I- is going to be a bigger impact um, to every community. And the difference between this and the gas crisis is the gas crisis is as bad as it was affected a much smaller sphere right right and so um you know all these cities and towns are going to be looking at reduced revenue from the commonwealth and so uh you know uh, you know you asked earlier do you you stop Uh, we're doing um you know budget preparation for FY21 and my department heads would tell you the city department heads I should say not mine uh would would tell you that you know I'm talking to them about some of the things that we're going to have to do to kind of get in the box because we're we're making an estimate on what the revenue impact will be and, and, and trying to understand, you know, what are the things that we have to do to kind of keep the city whole. Um, but I say this publicly, uh, I'm not looking at layoffs, and I say this for the people that work for the city of Methuen, you know, those would be a last-ditch effort, right? right. Um, we've got several departments. Uh, I use the DPW as an example. I know that's a soap that, um, you know, we've had vacancies there for a number of years, Um so,, um, to me, you know we' we're, we're about to uh, the 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 committee's about to make a recommendation to me on a on the finalist for the DPW director. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, we hired uh, a new HR director. Her name is Lisa Crowley. She's been at work three weeks. She's a breath of fresh air. She's outstanding and very supportive. Uh, I say that publicly, but I don't want her to hear that because she's not a patum resident. No, um, she's doing a great job. We couldn't be happier, and she's helped in a number of fronts. And uh, we're about to hire a new treasure collector. And I go back to the, and we're going to get lucky and get somebody who's certified. And uh, I got to be honest with you, people are going to say, "Ha! Ah, look at we caught Neil. He, 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 we tried to get the." Yeah, it's all this gotcha stuff. It, it's, it's. Um, we're extremely lucky to get this right, and I'm not going to say who it is because the person's employed elsewhere, but. Um, you know, it, it's 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 a tough sledding, yep. right? So we're we're trying to get you know we're trying to move the city forward. And I would say the biggest thing that we have to do, the council and me, uh, is uh, communicate even more um, and get off the we they. I, I get that there was a we they in prior administrations. That's not what this is about, and I'm not trying to fool anybody, right? I'm being completely transparent and upfront, you know, um, way back in January, we had a presentation on, you know, presenting financial numbers. That's people say, well, why are we?" Against? I wasn't against that. I, I want,
0: I'm we're going to post what worried those four incomplete sentences. And I didn't understand any of them.
1: So, uh, we had a council member who, uh, who used a specific product to show transparency in showing financial numbers to the public. And we're going to do that. Um, But that product that was displayed costs money, right, Right. so we may have to do it a different way, right? right? In fact, um, uh, you know, uh, DLS actually provides graphs and numerics on each city's performance on spending, on payables, on receivables, on a whole number of different factors, and we'll probably use those to start, right, Mm -hmm. because next year looks a little bumpy financially. Uh, but we're going to. I'm happy to provide any resident with Balloon any information about spending or, you know, where their money is going because that's the obligation. We work for them, not not the other way.
0: Right now, uh, Jessica Finicaro mm-hmm. s- submitted an it, an item on the last agenda about whistleblowing, and I thought this was kind no, of that was smart. I thought it was Jessica that pushed the whistleblower. I think it was no, I, well, my, yeah. my mistake uh, about a whistleblower. And their big concern is that, at least they say their big concern is, you know, they want to protect police officers that are feeding them negative information about Joe Solomon. Let's mm-hmm. just call it what it is, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Um, they have they have police officers that hate Joe Solomon that work yeah. in the department that are feeding them intel. A lot of it not true. Some of it is true. And they wanted to make sure that there was no retaliation against those people. Um, a couple of things on this. I, I, I'm a First Amendment guy. I love whistleblower laws. Uh, I think the whistleblower law to, that, that uh, we have in the state means that if somebody in the police department wants to come to the Valley Patriot and blow the whistle because the chief or a captain is stealing money or breaking a law, fine. Come to me. I'll be happy to write that story and you're covered under the whistleblower law. They can't retaliate. But going outside the chain of command and not complaining to your supervisor as is dictated by the chain of command, whether it 's the police department, the d p w or the schools wherever it is there 's a chain of command you have to go through, and once you 've exhausted that chain of command if you 're not getting satisfactory if it isn 't being done uh, if, if the problem isn 't being rectified, mm-hmm. then you blow the whistle, go to going to uh you know a city councilor going to a city. Uh, uh, or going to a state rep or coming to the press yeah. or going to the AG's office, right? Yeah.
1: The way the, the way they wrote it, um, you know, I'm part of the process and uh, the HR director is part of the process. So th- at least that's good. So uh, I come from, uh, you know, Raytheon uh, that I should mention, has a very strong ethics program. And they have a 1-800 number you can call and, you know, say, hey, Neil Perry, I think he's making, you know, side deals on this or that. Um but they also have the structure around it that, that separates the chaff from the wheat. Uh, and that's the important part, right? That says uh, you have to realize that sometimes you're going to get um, the employee. And I'm not talking just police because it's more than police in my mind, right? Any any employee should be able to call and say, hey, I've been treated unjustly and here's how. Right. Um, what the process has to take into consideration is whether or not that is legitimate or not, right? right? Because... Uh, I, I don't know the statistics at Raytheon, but I would tell you that there's X percentage that are just. Um, I got disciplined by my supervisor, so now I'm going to pay him or her back. Right, right. Uh, I'm going to. You've always
0: got a back. percentage of malcontents in any workplace situation, whether it's yeah, school department, DPW, whatever. Yeah. You're always, and those are always going to be the people who are pretending that they're whistleblowers, yep. and they're always going to be trying to circumvent the process yep. to try and get somebody in trouble that they don't like. Yeah. And I'm okay. But, but, I'm but okay also, with real whistleblowers. Yeah, I'm just not okay with all this other stuff.
1: So I, I would tell you, and that's what I say. There has to be a process. So I, I don't know if it was you that I talked to, or somebody had asked me about the. And I said I'm all for the whistleblower. I want to strengthen what they wrote because uh, there has to be some parameters of process around it and right. how we address and investigate it, right? right. And, and so that's where the HR director that I mentioned earlier is uh, so important because she's she's an objective part. She's new to Methuen. Uh, she has no baggage coming in, you know, of of we, they, you know, mm-hmm. kind of approach. And uh, she's going to be taking a look at these things uh, with an objective basis. And uh, I would tell you, uh, she's already had one employee investigation since she came on. She's been here three and a half weeks, and she did one investigation for me. And I think she did an outstanding job with how she handled and it. And how did it turn out? It turned out to be a non-disciplinable offense.
0: Excellent. Good. Excellent. Um, I want to thank our sponsors here at the uh, Paying Attention Podcast. Uh, We are going to need more sponsors because as this Corona thing is uh, is continuing here, at least uh, for Massachusetts, Uh, We're still closed down until the 18th, so we've lost a couple of sponsors just because of that. I know uh, at least one of our sponsors went out of business because of uh, Corona-19, COVID-19. But we want to thank McLennan Real Estate. We love Matt and Sam and Janet and everybody over there. Uh, Uh... AFC Urgent Care. We had Lisa here earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martine and Son Construction. The Police Superior Officers Union. Who everybody says I only uh, I only support because they pay me because they sponsor the show. Uh, but the, it's absolutely ridiculous because I was supporting them for years and years and years before that. Uh, Climate Designs Horizons. Home Care, uh, who's not an official sponsor this month, but we want to give them a free plug because they're on the front lines and they're putting themselves at risk. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you did you see what I brought you? I brought a. I uh, did. I got myself a turkey sub from Borelli's yeah. yeah. on the way up here, yeah. and I got you a grilled ham and cheese because a yeah. little birdie told me that that's yeah. what you like. Don Smariklo, he knows me like a book. He does. I yeah. went in. I went into Borelli's and I said, "Hey, listen, I know that Fridays is the <laughs> uh, ham and cheese, grilled ham and cheese yeah. special, but the mayor really wants one yeah. today. Can you yeah. guys make a special one He's for all right. him?" He's and all right. they were like, "Yeah, sure, if it's." The mayor, we love him. Yeah, so, so
1: he's, he, uh, you know, he's a perfect example of uh, when I talk about people in the community that have stepped up. Yep. Uh, so he has donated pasta and sauce to Methuen Cares, uh, countless lunches. Um, and, and I would say, you know, before we. Before we get too far, uh, I need the residents of Methuen, and I think, uh, uh, you know, I see Joel's got a food corner. How
0: come I don't have an article in your paper? Why am I not allowed to write an article? You are allowed. You can write a column every month if you want, if you want I, to send us something. I do, yeah. um, What I was upset about with the Joel thing, Joel wrote a great column, and a little birdie told me that, uh, that y- 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 somebody wanted to post it on your Facebook page and and because it was the evil Tom Duggins Valley no, Patriot no, 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 no. you wouldn't share it that can't be true Is so, that truly well, you wouldn't it, share I mean, a food column that had nothing to do with me simply because it was my paper well
1: no the food com- column has no business on the City Methuen page right so no, uh, no. i that's, mean that's, it's promoting
0: methuen businesses uh,
1: that's a stretch there so i mean
0: uh, he he we are giving free we, none of those none of these businesses that he reviews yeah. pays us
1: who did he, who did he review this month uh, pubs P Dubs, yeah, P Dubs. P Dubs. Yeah. I ate from there the other night, and I'd say that I had poutine. I yeah. hope I said it correct. That's uh, French fries with a little brown gravy, yeah. some cheese curds went right into my arteries and gummed everything up. Um, it was fantastic. Uh, I just so. can't.
0: I just can't wait for the tavern to reopen. Uh, is it the tavern? Which one? The the one across Millers? from the Miller's Tavern. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait for Miller's Tavern to open because they were open for like what two weeks before this happened. Yeah. And we went there with the Janas. It's Jana. Yeah. <laughs> and we went there with the Janas and Jana. Yeah. And uh, and the food was the appetizers right. were amazing. Yeah. I could not believe how great the appetizers were. And I rate. I've told a million times. I rate every food place that I go to. I don't care how good the entree is or the service. I rate you on your appetizers. I can't wait to go back. Joel and I went there
1: uh, together. at council for retro. We had um, some nachos, uh, barbecued pulled pork nachos. Oh, those are great! Now neither Joel nor I are what I would consider shrinking violets, uh, and we couldn't finish. I was it. just going to
0: say, I bet you couldn't finish yeah, it.
1: It was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm I'm dying. Uh, to see the cottage reopen, because uh, a, a nice cold black and tan after some of these days would be
0: great. You know what's great about the Irish Cottage? What? They make their own nachos there. Yeah. They don't buy, like, a big bag of nachos and yeah. toss them on a plate and put chili on them. They actually hand-make their own nachos, yeah. and uh, and the food... They make Irish nachos, You would too, think you know? a place called the Irish Cottage, right? You would think, like, you know, they, they would do Irish food good, but yeah, everything else would probably just be, like, everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. No. Everything at the Irish Cottage is handmade. Everything at the Irish Cottage is, is gourmet made. Yeah. It's amazing food. And I can't wait for them to, to be back open yeah. there. And, and by the way, they're great for the community. Yeah. Collie and everybody over at the Irish Cottage has done so much for the community. Amen. And yeah. whenever I call Collie and say, look, I want to write a story about what you did last week. You did something for the community. He always says, Tommy... I don't need the publicity. I don't do it for the publicity. Please don't do it.
1: Yeah. And well, you know, one of the saddest parts is of the coronavirus, we were preparing to have a St. Paddy's Day event. I was supposed you know, to but, tell the jokes. Yeah. And uh, I was looking forward to singing. You know, it's it, first time we have a mayor who knows the Irish songs. And so I was going to sing with Linda cola. Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she had asked me actually, and actually, always say no to that. No, always say no to that. I, always. I, so I, I was going to sing the town I love so well with Coley, but uh, we'll get there
0: sooner yeah. or later, right? Yeah. And maybe at the bash. You never know. Okay. So by the way, there will be a bash. As soon as uh, – if, if if Massachusetts opens on the 18th and the governor gives us a go-ahead within a few days yep. uh, to have large gatherings of people, we are going to reschedule the bash. Yep. We've collected over $9,000 in scholarship money plus, that's still sitting in an account. Plus 1000 Plus a 1000 By the way, if you want to donate, we have a scholarship uh, in uh, in the mayor's mom's name. Yep. And that'll be every year. And uh, so if you – and it's going to go to a Methuen kid. Yep. We already picked the kid. Yep. And uh, so if you want to donate to that Send a check to the Valley Patriot Bash Please write the check Valley Patriot Bash So we can put it in our separate account That will go and it will sit there until we actually have our bash And we can have the scholarships And we can bring the kids and their, and their yep. families up I, I, I'm, I'm worried yeah. about the bash right? Because yeah. we always have it in March And yeah. we gear up And we, we time everything perfectly yeah. And now all of a sudden a week before the bash everything stops yeah. Yeah. And so I'm worried that when we Decide to have a bash Whether it's this month or next month yeah. Um, that a lot of people are going to be afraid to come because of, because of the crowd. Yeah, and I just want to say, listen, if you want to come and wear a mask, come and wear a mask. You don't want to come and wear a mask, don't come and wear a mask. But we want we want to fill that room. We want to give we want to give as much money and raise as much money as we can for these scholarship kids because we're giving now for the first yeah. time. I mean, we're up, we're up to eight scholarships this yeah. year. That's awesome. And these kids. You know, we always try to pick kids, always, in, in yeah. each category, because there's nine, eight different categories that kids get scholarships for. Yeah. We always try to pick kids that aren't getting a million scholarships from other places. Yeah. So when we go to the Lawrence High School Scholarship, we always give it to a kid that's in the ROTC program. And we call... Uh, 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 his name is Ronan, but I forget his rank I don't know if he's a general or what he is um, Commander uh, Ronan We always say, give us a kid that's not getting a 100 scholarships mm-hmm. A kid that if they get 1000 thousand and two thousand $2,000 It's going to make a big difference yep. for them And we let them pick the kid yep. And so we want those kids to get their money for college It's great that they're all going to be able to Graduate now yep. uh, Because of Corona But we are going to have a bash, and we're looking forward to it because this could be—it could go one of two ways. We might fill the room because people are so sick of staying home, and we could have the greatest bash ever. Or get a 15 people show up because everyone's afraid of crowds. I think it'll be a. You think so? I hope. I'm hoping. I
1: I think so. I I would tell you, you know, I got a couple more Methuen things. So one, uh, you know, we got a planning meeting tomorrow for Fourth of July because I think the citizens of Methuen uh, need a celebration. Uh, I agree. They have done terrific work. Uh, by and large, they've paid attention. Uh, you've probably seen my, I've declared war on trash. I can't take litter anymore. And so...
0: Are you out there picking trash up when you're driving around? And you yeah, see trash on the ground? Yeah.
1: Um, I, I know you have, got that ticket book and that kind of I do have the ticket book. That's but if you're going to do that, at least do the yeah. trash too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, and I would tell you, uh, don't worry about it. Um, we are, um, there's lots of good examples. So, uh, you know, you brought up the scholarship. So, we got Cheryl Horan, who I think you know, who's... Who's done a great job with the Methuen Scholarship Foundation, mm-hmm. and
0: um, we're going do- to. I owe them money. So, by the way, if you're if you're looking at your list, I will send you a check. I okay. apologize.
1: So um, she's done a great job, and she's volunteered nursing time for the city. And Karen Farullo has volunteered nursing Karen's time. Karen's the best. Yeah, Marlene Sheehy, um, some great Amy uh, Ewing, our DPH nurse, uh, Patty Como, all the school nurses. We had a lunch for them yesterday. These are real heroes, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'd say to you is, you know, those are some shining examples of things that, you know, I specifically talk about in the city that are doing a a great job in moving us forward. And, uh, you know, uh, I know I got to be careful. So Bill Bryant. And his wife, Pam, did a great job selling the flags. I bought several of them. Treading water here. And have them. <laughs> I know you are going to say. Treading uh, water. So, yeah, uh, they're selling flags to support um, the seniors, which is a great thing. Um, I've got several of them up. Uh, Chief Sheehy has five of them up, he says, so I'm hell-bent to beat that. Um, but, you know, that money is going. you got a good picture in there. Good. Yeah, Bill and his wife, Pam, did a great job. Uh, and they got they're everybody. Up, everybody knows.
0: The board. Everybody knows that Bill Bryant hates my guts. All right, everybody knows it. If anybody follows Facebook, followed the last election, hates. Yeah, That's uh, such a strong. Yeah, word. well, listen. I'm just calling it like it is. But I will tell you what: we found out that Bill Bryant was doing this and yeah. helping the kids. Yeah, uh, we put his picture in the Valley Patriot. Yeah, they did a great job. Him and his wife. Him yeah. and his wife Pam. Yep. All right. So it's never personal with me. Uh, It doesn't matter if you like me, you don't like me. If you're doing something good in the community, I'm going to celebrate you. I'm going to I'm going to champion you. And uh, Bill Bryant and his wife did a great thing, regardless of what our past is, are doing a great thing. And and by the way, not just a great thing for the kids. The, the parents and the families of these kids, yeah. you know, their hearts are breaking because they see that the kids they didn't get a prom, they're yeah. not getting a graduation. Well, uh, and so I, th- I think uh, it's hold good on for that. the whole community. Hold on to that. So I haven't signed off community? on that
1: yet. So, so um, I saw. I th- is it in the Tribune today that Havel's doing? Is it Havel Lawrence doing a virtual graduation? And
0: I uh, don't read the Tribune, so I, couldn't I, missed tell
1: you. The <laughs> I missed the. I missed the school committee meeting the other night because it was one of the few times that with city council and school committee were at the same time. Um, but I've had a lot of, you know, we've had a lot of parents uh, petition us and say we need a graduation. And so this is, uh, I'm looking for people to be on an advisory panel on how we come out of the, um, you know, the the shutdown, mm-hmm. right? What are the things that we should do? Because I think the state is going to recommend certain things. Having said that, we had 17 posit- new positive cases in Methuen yesterday. We're mm-hmm. up to 649. I know you're going to do the math, but... Um, you know The
0: math uh, doesn't lie, my friend
1: Well, so the, the math can be used as a tool Right Show me a statistician and I'll make an argument one way or another for you, right? And that's my pin. Mm. Uh, the 31 people who died, the families who lost members have a much different viewpoint than we do Sure And so uh, I use that as kind of my groundwork um, my, my, I, You know, we started the show with Lisa talking about, you know, uh, you know did we have to I still believe uh, that this was not a hoax, that we, we did
0: the right things uh, time will tell yeah right um i think there was no reason to shut the country down yeah. it's easy to say that in hindsight but by yeah. the way i've been saying it since day one and yeah, I, I took the, I took a lot of crap for yeah. it too and, and but we, now but now that we're seeing it what we find out is they're saying you have to wear a mask so here's the liberal conundrum right here's the democrat national conundrum on the one hand Masks work, so then why did we shut the country down? Why did we just tell everybody to wear masks? Uh, uh, you know, so. It, but if masks don't work, then 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 why are you telling us we have to yeah, wear masks? so great.
1: And so, um, so you. I was with you, except you threw the word liberal in there because that feeds the flames on the other side. Well, but that's where it's coming from. Well, I mean, there so were very my, few conservatives the, saying
0: this. It's so, mostly so here's the, um, people with a political well, bent on I, the left.
1: I tend to be more towards the conservative, and I, I have my family, the people I love. I say this on my show. I tell them, wear a mask. And when you go to the grocery store, wear some gloves until we're – sure. Now, time will tell whether we overreacted or not. And I say that can't – so you feel convinced that um, we overreacted. You have been saying it since day one. I'll give you that. We disagree on that. It doesn't make us not friends. No, not at all. uh, But we disagree on that. And, and, but it's all how you say it, right? We've got an audience member pointing It's all how you have the discussion, right? right? And so um, it doesn't make me wrong because I disagree with you, right? Time will well, tell.
0: Well, usually if you disagree with me, it makes you wrong. Just, <laughs> it doesn't make you a bad person, but it does make you wrong.
1: <laughs> ah, you're too right. right? Well,
0: I, I, and I guess, you know, I would tell you that, um,
1: uh, you know, there. Uh, I have been uh, a supporter of a lot that the governor has done. Mm. Um, the the golf courses to me is a little head scratching. I know every golfer out there is going to say,
0: "Kill that mayor." Well, yeah, but if you're out on a golf course, yeah, and you're, and you're with two guys, yeah. right? So you're under the 10, ten percent limit, yeah. and, and there's two or three guys, or even five guys playing yeah. golf, and you and you hit each. I mean, so let me give you the example. So w- let me give you the example. W-
1: what's the problem? So, so the problem is uh, the restaurant's not open for people to come into. The, whatever they call it, 19th hole. I'm not mm-hmm. a golfer, so i, I got to be – and I'll admit that up front. So the 19th hole isn't open. So now they finish their 18 holes. What do they do if it's a beautiful day? Well, they sit outside and have a cigar. They congregate right. in a big group. Right. Right? And so that's where the risk potentially is. Uh, I ba- one of the mistakes I made, and, and I say, uh, you know, candidly, uh, my hat is tipped to Kevin Cater. I gave him a call. I, you know, very early, I, I didn't close that first – Good Saturday, I think it was in March, we had a day that was like in the 60s. -hmm. And when I drove by the Merrimack Valley Golf Course, my head almost blew up, right? There were so many people that I was like, oh, my God, right? Um, And I called Kevin that night, and he got right back to me and said, no argument, right? Definitely hitting him in the wallet, and uh, he was respectful and get it. Um, You know, so uh, they're going to release, my understanding is there's going to be all these restrictions around how you do it, right? And I would tell you that... Uh, I think, uh, you know, using Merrimack Valley as a, uh, an example, they've, they've got a good process for how people will get out of the course. They need to work on the back end of it. Right. How do you, you know,
0: discourage the group? So if you've got 50 people yeah. together yeah. at the golf course yeah. or you've got 50 people at Walmart, what's the yeah. difference?
1: Well, so w- where they're together, how they're together. So you don't have fifty people at Walmart within uh, six feet of each other, right? And so my experience on golf courses, and limited, I'm yep. into that, is that when when folks are done, you know, knocking it around, they want to talk about the round, right. right? It's a it's it's a great thing to do on a great day, and I'm I i do not want people just because I don't golf doesn't mean I'm not a golf supporter. Um, so as soon as it's safe to do so, we do the right things. But, uh, you know, we're going to take a look at what the governor says, what what the requirements are for opening the golf courses. Because he's saying he's going to open it. He's going to put some conditions there that say you must do this and you must do that. And those are the kind of things that you got to pay attention to. This May 18th thing, uh, before we wrap up, we're, we're not going to go um, – to bed on the 18th and
0: 19th, everything comes back to normal. That's the you way know? it should be. That's the way we shut down the country. That's the way we should open it up. Uh, that's not the way we shut down.
1: I want to disagree with you on that. That's not what happened. It was gradual. So there are people posting articles from the Surgeon General in the early March time frame saying wearing masks is a waste of time. Right. And that was the prevalent thought at the lie. beginning of March.
0: It was a lie. They told us if we wear a masks, mask, we were more likely to get the virus. And that was that's a lie too. Right. So uh, this goes back to my, well, my original lie, thing is A
1: lie we, or a decision made with limited facts Right? No, so they're no, trying no to get front
0: of it. They did it because they didn't want to deplete the supply That was going to the medical workers uh-huh. So they lied to us and told us not to wear masks <coughs> There would be enough masks for the medical workers And they've admitted that And thank God they've admitted that At least there's one facet of government that admits when they lie I, about something I have a, I have a question but, for you
1: Sure Who shot Kennedy?
0: Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay. All right. Kennedy. Okay. All right. I Listen, I'm not a conspiracy guy. Right, I think okay, we went. Listen, I think we went to the moon. I think John Kennedy was killed by we Lee Harvey Oswald. I, I'm not a conspiracy guy. However, when a conspiracy actually happens, you've got to you've got to look at it and go, "Hey, wait a minute. We shut down the greatest economy in human history, a- instead of just wearing masks. Yep. And now they're saying that we can wear masks." And they could say hindsight is 2020, 20, but I, don't, I, I, I think Trump was snookered by all of these so-called experts. I think our governors are all just feckless. I think they just do whatever they're told. they don't know anything about health, so they just listen to these so-called experts. Did you see Warren and Buffett and I didn't
1: did you see Warren Buffett last um, week? He did the Berkshire Hathaway, so he 's uh, pretty revered as a financial wizard, right. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of money. Yeah, That's what I'm She'd trying to say kindly. Give some to me. And his, uh, I, I would appeal to him for a scholarship if I was you. Um, he, uh, you know, Berkshire Hathaway, when they do their annual meeting, there's some financial advice given that a lot of people pay attention to. His view is that the American economy
0: will recover. Well, right? I think we will. And I think it would be great if we could just go, just the way we shut the country down on the 18th, everything just opens up. I'll go back to what we were doing. And the Valley Patriot can survive because we're literally, we may not have a paper in June. I'm just telling everybody right now, if we don't get an increase in advertising, significant increase in advertising over the next three weeks, there's not going to be a Valley Patriot. Um, We survived 16 years and we've survived five lawsuits and we've survived uh, a breakup on the board and we've survived the personal breakup. And the one thing that may put us out of business is COVID-19 because somebody decided somewhere that shutting down the country was the way to handle it. And so I've got advertisers that aren't even open. How do they pay for advertising? How mm-hmm. do they take advantage of the advertising? Yeah. And so I, 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 I'm going to be hit. I'm going to be hit. And there's a lot of people like me who are going to be hit. There are people that, are, that own pizza shops and law offices and insurance companies and all kinds of small businesses. There flower shops all over the community, all over the country, that because we decided to shut down all commerce in the United States, we're going to take a hit. And, and we may not survive. And don't tell me there's grants and don't tell me there's loans because if you're not Verizon and if you're not AT&T, if you're not connected somehow, you're not getting those loans. I know. I've applied. And I got crickets. I got crickets on all the things that I applied for. Um, I have one employee, me, and everybody else works as a contractor. So that automatically knocked me out of eighty percent of the things that were that were offered to people. My column will bring you some advertising. Will it? All right. Oh, yeah. Well, listen. Let's do a column yeah. in the Valley page. Well, what do we? <laughs> can we call it Methuen Matters? That's I, I really, oh, like, yeah. I really <laughs> like that name. That's like my favorite name. I want to call it that. No, we can't call can it. Can we that. call it What Matters in Methuen? Uh, that you could call right, it. Well, yes. Let's call it yeah. What Matters in Methuen. <laughs> and every month. But here's what I don't want. And this is what I had this this conversation with Linda Campbell a couple of times. Yeah. I don't want whatever you're gonna to give to us to be in any other newspaper I because we're a monthly. I get it. And what happens is people will pick up another paper, they'll read your column. Then, if they pick up my paper somewhere and they see your column, they're gonna go, oh, I already read this. They're gonna think they read the same paper. I don't have not. any other column. All right, well, good. Well, you know, listen, um, I, he is a competitor technically, but Ooh. Steve Whipple at Methuen Life. Great guy, I love is, him. Is also struggling. And we, you know, it's funny, we started off this business being enemies, and we ended up, after Tim Ward, um, we ended up being friends. And so if you can do something to help him as well Listen, I'm, Absolutely. I'm a, I need I all the help write,
1: I can write two different articles
0: I, I need all the help that I can get But I have to tell you I, I want I wanted to do a, a, a personal ask for uh, Steve Whipple Because I respect that he's in this business And I respect that he does it right yep. And I respect that he's no Tim Wood um, he's, he's not trying to tip the scale on stories. He's just out there trying to do do good work. So. Yeah, and by the way,
1: just so I paid you for the Methuen CARES Act. You did. Today, Just Thank so you. the people, that came from Neil Perry's
0: checking account, not from the city. I think people knew that because otherwise there were counselors that would have been yelling and screaming at the last yeah. meeting. Well, I just and I was waiting clarified. for them to do it. I was waiting for them to say, did we spend city money on this Methuen CARES no. Act in the evil Valley Patriot? No. Um No. But, yep. but, I do appreciate that. And um, you know the the newspaper industry is dying anyway. And it would be really sad to have local community newspapers go under, because let's face it, a lot of the elderly aren't on Facebook. They're not on Twitter, they're not getting their information From social Agreed. media, and they need community Newspapers to inform them as to what's going on And how things are happening at the local level yep. And I'm not saying it because it's My paper, yeah. I've always Always, always loved community newspapers Before this I used to write for a paper called Rumbo yep. Before that I wrote oh, Rumbo, Rumbo. <laughs> And before that I wrote for the North End of a Citizen And before that I wrote for Mass News Massachusetts yep. News, Under the old Ed Pollock. Um, I've always thought journalism was very, very important in it, especially locally to a community, because that's what shows the community that shows, you know, you get the Elks club doing this and the, yep. and the Rotary club doing that and yep. who's helping the community. So, um, we need the help for sure. We need the help. Well, and- count me in. I'll help. Well, listen, I appreciate that. We're going to start with What Matters in the uh, and That's going to start in June. Yeah. And I'm sure you're going to get a letter from a lawyer, but we're, <laughs> we're going to cover you on that because okay. I've got my lawyer's on retainer. I get sued so much. Um, before we wrap up, we are way yeah. over, and I apologize. Are uh, you good? All right. um, our fine producer, Ben, um, is, is, is fantastic. I didn't think after our last producer that I'd be able to gel with another producer, uh, but we seem to be gelling pretty good, so I'm really happy about that. Are you gelling? Uh, I'm gelling man are you, totally. yeah. Yeah. Right. you gotta come Friday for the poker game <laughs> You gotta come because Where is it here? It, no it's at my office so, I noticed that they've done some reconstruction here Yeah two guys right. smoke shop up here at the uh, second floor They've Pretty done a lot, a lot of renovations yep. And eventually we are going to do tournaments here I'm, I'm trying to talk to Dave about maybe We'll give the house like a small percentage of whatever comes in If he let us do tournaments here Because as soon as I post As you know I love poker I know. And as soon as I posted, it was right as the Corona thing was happening, I said, geez, we have two scholarships that don't have a lot of money in them at the bash. There was two. I think it was the Vogue and one other one that was really low on money. I said, let's have, just have like a poker tournament. And whoever wins, wins half the pot. And the other half the pot goes to the I scholarships. And you know, we had the day of the Corona, the day the Corona shutdown happened, we had seven people showed up. And, we, and they were like, we don't care. We want to play poker. They desperately want to play poker. And these guys have been calling me ever since. When's the next game? we have to have a place to have it. Yeah. So I've been having it at my office. Yeah. So if you want to come Friday, we'd love okay. to have you. Ben, thank you so much. Do you, Do have, anything, a any, I, Do you I, have a mask? I have several masks because of our, our mutual nurse friend. Yeah. Um, Who's that? Uh, that would be uh, my, sh- my sugar dumpling. Uh, <laughs> Sharon Moran. Sharon Moran uh, from Holy Family. And uh, and She's by the way, best. she loves you. Yeah, she comes over. To the, she comes over to the office. We're hanging out. I'm lovable. And as soon as your name comes up, she like she she starts she lights up. She's like, yeah. oh my god, I love him so much. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize that you guys were good friends before we started. We were. Uh, yeah. yeah, we go back. And if I and if I'd known the the whole history, I probably yeah. wouldn't have started dating. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been very well, you, afraid of that. But you, I found you, it said
1: Girlfriends.
0: I do. I've got a few right? women that I date. Yeah,
1: I got a little jealousy there because I don't have a girlfriend. You
0: know, it, 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 just can, can we? I know we're over, but can we just hit this for a minute? Yeah, it's really funny because. We're in, a, we're in an environment, politically, where we're not supposed to judge other people. We're not yeah. supposed to judge people for being gay. We're not supposed to judge people for being trans. Oh. But if you're a single guy that has Can more than one... Can we end this now? Because there's no way out of this. <laughs> <party>. <laughs> but if you're a single guy that has more than one girlfriend, if you're yeah. a single guy that's not committed to just one person, yeah. somehow like, people look at you... Uh, they judge you. They look at you weird. And I'm a single guy. I was, in a, I was in a permanent relationship for 11 years. I raised someone else's kids for 11 years. And at the end of that, when we broke up, the woman that I broke up with... Turn the kids against me I'm not, they, they won't even say hi to me Now when I see them And it broke my heart so much that I said you know what I don't, I don't think I want to do this again So I just started dating And so I don't think If, if you're not supposed to judge people For being gay yeah. You're not supposed to judge people For being trans yeah. Why are we judging single guys Who just want to play <laughs> the field yeah yeah you know? I'm a big
1: believer in love. You know, I'm a romantic at heart. People find that hard to believe. Really? I am a romantic at heart. I believe in uh, everybody there's somebody for everybody.
0: Yeah. All right. I believe there's, there's several somebody, somebody there there for, for everybody. Yeah. Do you? All right. I think there's several somebody's for All everybody. Right. Well, that's a good concept. That's why there's so much divorce. People find someone that they're the <laughs> they're the they're No, you find someone who's the perfect person and it doesn't work out. You get divorced, then you marry someone else who's the perfect person. <laughs> I think at different stages of our life there are people who are the ones for us. Yeah. And then we change and we morph. We do. I dated a woman for three Three years, we had a great relationship, and at the at the end of the three year period, and everything was going great. We weren't fighting, we didn't have any problems. She just came to me and said, "You know, I feel differently now, and I I think I want out." And there was no animosity, there was no angst. We didn't yell at each other. We weren't. We it wasn't didn't fight. over politics. No, no. It, it wasn't over politics. It was just, you know, what I think I want to go in a different direction. I've changed, and we change as we get older, right? Yeah. As we as we go through life, we change. Our priorities change, our personalities change, and so, anyways, I don't know how we get down this road, but. Yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sign up. I want to thank.
1: Love is ma- a many splendor
0: things. I want to thank McLennan Real Estate. By the way, they're still selling houses. Yeah. Go on the Facebook page for McLennan awesome. Real Estate. Awesome. Um, if you want to sell your house, you want to buy a house. Forget this COVID 19 stuff. You can still sell your house. You can still buy a house. Call McLennan Real Estate. AFC Urgent Care. They're doing free testing for people. They're now doing antibody yeah. testing. Martian and Son Construction. Uh, they will come. They'll fix your house. They'll fix your porch. They'll Good fix peeps. your roof. Yep. And they will socially distanced, and they'll wear masks and all the silly stuff they're supposed to do to stay in, stay in business. Uh, the Police Superior Officers Union, which I understand there's an agreement on that, but we're going to wait for uh, n- another month to maybe talk about that. Climate Design Systems. If you've got a business, call Nina at Climate Design Systems. She will have the guys come over, and they will clean out all the duct work in your business so that you don't have to worry about residual COVID-19 when you reopen on the 19th. Horizon Home Care, a free plug for them. Morelli's Deli. I'm going to be eating my sub the minute we go Offline, He's I got the you
1: best. the Don's Don Don's is was the yep. best,
0: and another free uh, plug for only because we desperately want them to advertise this. JG's ice cream, we love the Jafrida boys. They're the, we best. Do. They're the I, best. I
1: actually did DoorDash from JG's. I'm I'm ashamed. Is it me. unbelievable? It's awesome. Wow, it's awesome.
0: All right. Um, All right, you don't have to leave, but you just can't stay, right? Right, yeah. He's so Melvin Taylor says we got to go home. <laughs> and you know, last, by the way, last week at the end of our show, uh, Facebook flagged my show and said we illegally were using the music, and they had to send in an appeal and say, "Hey, listen, the guy wrote the song for my show. All right, we're, we're, we're literally not ripping off anybody. He literally came on my show. I have the actually I have the tape of him with the day he did it when he came in with his guitar and wrote the song for my show." I'm hoping to see him at the bash. Oh, he's gonna say. I mean, we hope he's gonna be there. He's committed. We don't know what the new date is going to be, but hopefully he will be there. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to our sponsors, The Valley Patriot. We're still in business, at least this month. We rely on you for next month. Please pick it up. Everywhere you go, uh, you'll find The Valley Patriot. Thank you to uh, Ben Kitchen, our fine producer, Dave Garaffalo here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Mark Bois-Bois-Bois, who's uh, in the audience. We love our studio audience. And uh, Melvin Taylor says we got to go home. So you know what? Go home already. Telling you to go home.